Trafalgar's Big Tour Sale has arrived. Book your next vacation with 15% off top-selling tours. Discover the world's top-trending destinations like Spain, Egypt, Japan, and Italy, while enjoying big experiences, big memories, and big icons along the way. To unlock savings, contact your travel advisor today. Call Trafalgar at 866-513-1995 or visit trafalgar.com slash big tour sale. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash big tour sale. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Garden Gossip, the home and garden show, with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. We're so excited uh, to launch our new first Thursday Travel Tulare County show with the Sequoia Tourism Council. And Tulare County is in Central California. It is an agricultural hub. Uh, it feeds America, really. Uh, so many crops are mm-hmm. grown there. Uh, so, and one includes roses, by the way, flowers, flower powers. And another thing that grows there are the giant Sequoia trees. And Tulare County is home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, giant Sequoia National Monument, Sequoia National Forest are all connected and tons, millions of people go there all the time to go see these beautiful wonders. Uh, the The largest living creature on our planet really by volume. So it's a really quite, well, not a, can we say a plant is a creature, Nancy? I don't think we can. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, It's a living thing. It's beautiful. It Mm -hmm. is mind blowing. Every time we've been there a number of times and every time you see a Sequoia tree, you're just, you know, wow. It's It's amazing. Um, But, you know, Tulare County itself, you know, when you go to the parks and the forest, really, you're going to want to take time out in the communities as well. Uh, Visalia, there's Woodlake, Lindsay, uh, Farmersville, Exeter, Three Rivers, an art community. There's Tulare itself. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of communities in Porterville that you're going to want to experience. They've got beautiful public art, amazing restaurants and shopping, like boutique shopping, not the same thing that you'll see everywhere and you know across the country in those big box stores however there's outlet mall there's an outlet mall in Tulare too for that Uh, so they have a little bit of everything all kinds of lodging it is a place to definitely go and explore Uh, you you can't just go to Tulare for one night this is um Tulare County has so much to offer you need to vacation there yeah you need to spend a week or two (laughs) and uh today we're excited we're kicking off this new series uh going to Woodlake now Woodlake Uh, you know, citrus grows out in that area. And um, Woodlake is also right outside Sequoia National Park, very close to Three Rivers, Exeter, Visalia. And one of the coolest things about Woodlake is they've got Bravo Lake, this beautiful lake that people go and walk around for exercise and beautiful views of the the rolling hills Mm -hmm. and into the park. But they have this huge tract of land which is all about gardens. And um, we're going to be chatting We've, you know, I know you may have heard uh, Manuel on our show, Manuel Olga Jimenez, uh, who really started growing flowers and plants Mm -hmm. on this piece of land. And that's kind of divided up, but you can, as a visitor, you can go to the botanical garden and you can go to the rose garden because this is incredible. I don't think I've, Nancy, we've been into a ton of botanical gardens across the country and around the world, but I don't Mm -hmm. remember seeing so many roses in one spot. I think, I think yeah. there's like over a thousand there. So we're very excited to welcome. It's pretty big. 
it's Chuck House big. back on the show. We've got Laura Manzer and Sally Pace. Mm -hmm. uh, we visited in the spring and so happy to have you all here. Uh, Chuck, I think this is, you know, part of your doing. You, you're like, we're saving these roses and planting more. <laughs> you did it. It's your fault. Well, we, we've had a lot of fun doing it. it uh, cool. I came to town a decade ago and Manuel and Olga had done this beautiful garden. The reason for that is he was the county extension agent and Tulare County was basically home to about 70% of all the roses being grown for America. And wow. uh, nobody knows that, but all the wow. wholesale growing beds uh, were spread in about a 50 mile uh, dimension up and down the Tulare County and just outside it. So all the hybridizers cool. that, that did all the All-American Roses for 50 years uh, all knew this area quite well. And Manuel was able to attract them and put this garden in place with the city's help uh, over about a 12 year period. And then uh, something happened. Uh, he and, and his wife turned 70. And, you know, at some point you, you have to turn your baby over and he turned it over to the city and it turned out that wasn't the happiest uh, event. And uh, after a couple of years, they were ready to uh, basically uh, get rid of it and turn the park into something more like playgrounds and things like that. And we stepped in and said, you know, maybe we could get some service groups to work on that. And the story of that, uh, we're just, we just published it. Here's a little book. You can actually get this book. Uh, it's called uh, A Community Treasure, uh, The Woodlake Rose Garden. I'll give you the, uh, uh, the web uh, address for it when we're done. And uh, we'll be presenting the book and the story to the uh, sponsors of the, of the Master Gardeners for California, which is the University of California Extension Service. They're visiting with the president of the uh, entire university system on Friday. And Laura, uh, maybe you can take it and describe what we're gonna do with that. Well, he's coming out. He's actually coming to Tulare County to see what all the cooperative extension programs are out here. And one of them is the Master Gardener program. And with Chuck's arm twisting and such, the Master Gardeners took over a, a chunk of the Rose Garden to maintain and uh, at the very end of the garden, basically. And we have, I don't know, three, 400 roses out there that wow. are under the, the, for the Master Gardeners to maintain. So we have a couple of work days a month where we come out and weed and deadhead and trim and, uh, to maintain those roses. Um, wow. So the president is coming down to, and one of his um, things he wants to see is what are master gardeners, you know, doing as far as community outreach and um, kind of what we're doing with our demo gardens that we have. Well, Laura's like too, too modest here. She she maintains five rose gardens in the county for the master gardeners. And well, not you, really. Well, you're oh, kind of the you're the, okay. the leader of that pack, <laughs> and and in particular the Woodlake Rose Garden. I mean, we have almost two thousand roses. We're, wow. we're like the tenth largest rose garden in America, mm. and on a per capita basis, there's only one town anywhere that has more than we do. So it's a, a huge surprise. Wow. But the the way that we, uh, so I, the point I wanted to make there is the Master Gardener program for the Woodlake Rose Garden was selected for the president because it's, it's the best example in the state right now of, of a project. 
So, wow. you know, it's quite a tribute to, to what Laura and the team did. And, and the team includes the Kiwanis team, which is really the overall manager. And for that, uh, Sally, you've been a Woodlake uh, Kiwanian for about 112 years, right? <laughs> Don't you do that to Sally. <laughs> <laughs> She's only 39. So. I was going to say, I was going to say, but you're, you're, it's the Kiwanis. But what I also love is it's that I know Manuel and Olga really have worked with the community and the kids mm -hmm. to get their hands in the dirt, which I think is so important. But it seems that that's also happening. In fact, even today, weren't you working with uh, some of the youth and high school students in the garden? Yes, we have a work day every Saturday. Um, well, until Christmas vacation, we're going to be taking about three weeks off. But we have anywhere from 10 to 20 high school students that come every weekend and um, do mostly deadheading, pulling weeds, that sort of thing. Now, when we took the garden over, you couldn't see some of the roses for the bindweed and the Bermuda grass and uh, other weeds. So um, with Chuck's guidance, we figured out which ones were gonna actually live. And we've done uh, an amazing job. And the high school ag department, Woodlake High School um, ag department has helped us with the irrigation. And the city has been wonderful with giving us the, the uh, the hose and the emitters and that sort of thing um, and fixing things when they go wrong, big things. But the high school ag department, uh, especially two young men have been the ones that have keep the water going. And that wow. kept it going during uh, the summer. So we're trying to get as many students involved as possible. And the greenhouse management class was there today. Um, and today we did um, mostly the cleanup kind of thing so that it's going to look really nice for the University of California. Sally, President. you might describe the uh, the uh, hours uh, service requirement for the high school. Um, I think that's relatively unique around America. Uh, Woodlake High School has an 85-hour community service graduation requirement. Wow. And so hmm. every student must complete 85 hours of community service in order wow. to graduate. Oh, wow. And um, so they they start when they're freshmen. They actually get five um, academic units for their community service, and they're encouraged to um, do something that they're interested in and and commit to at least twenty five of those hours to one uh, particular project. Wow! And um, so we have a lot of repeaters that come. We have some kids that come once and decide this isn't going to be something I'm going to mm. want to do. And then there are others that get that get pretty involved. And mm. so there That's are cool. several that are in FFA. And FFA has a, a supervised ag experience program that in order for a student to become uh, a state farmer, they have to uh, put in so many hours at a particular project. So we have two young ladies that are doing a weed ID project at the garden. And uh... the, is it morning yet? Deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. They 
uh, have completed it as far as the basics and um, they're going to actually do it in Spanish now. So oh, that's wonderful. Mm. That's, so you know, because that's, that's important for people to even identify, know what the roses are, know what they're looking at. I mean, there were so many different varieties in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, because, and what would have happened with these roses if, if you didn't, you know, this, this is, I mean, they're living, they're creatures, <laughs> they're living creatures yes. of beauty, creatures, <laughs> living <laughs> treasures. How about that? Laura, <laughs> Laura, what, how about Laura and Sally each describe the amount of hours that your volunteers mm -hmm. put in and how many volunteers uh, you had last year. Oh, Chuck, you did that research. I just gave you the, the, the printout. <laughs> <laughs> it so was this is really lots. a community thing. This is, I think where Chuck's going is this is really about everyone coming in together to make this happen. Work, and it, yeah. it's a community, it's a good example of a community working together. Uh, it, it's an entirely volunteer group. You know, it's not paid for really by anyone, but the but the time and effort of the volunteers. Plus, we have a number of sponsors. We have uh, in Tulare County a, a famous event every year is the uh, is the the county uh, ag expo. It's a world yeah. called the World Ag Expo. It's mm. the largest agricultural uh, convention in the world every year. We have about two hundred fifty thousand people come to Tulare County for this uh, two week event. And uh, tools vendors, uh, all, all sorts of vendors to the agricultural industry are mm -hmm. there, and and we go around shamelessly talking <laughs> to the uh, tools job. vendors to say, <laughs> you right. know, we've got sixty kids that come out and work with us, but we need pruners and we need uh, loppers, yeah. and we need you know a garden mm -hmm. glove, we need the, and I, I can't tell you how many of them have been responsive. It's just terrific. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, and the International yeah. Ag, uh, Museum, we've been there. They do a great mm -hmm. job of teaching kids, like, here's an antique tractor. This is what it looks like now. Mm -hmm. This is what cows do. You know, we've had a good time there. But uh, everyone, that event uh, comes up in February every year. It is massive. Right. It's at the fairgrounds. And when you go to the fairgrounds, if you just imagine like a gazillion tractors <laughs> in there. That's, in, it's intense. So, I mean, you're, you're in a growing region. Um, Sally, Woodlake is really, is it mostly citrus that got the city founded? Was it citrus? Um, it's or not, different? Well, citrus oh. was what uh, actually was the biggest industry for a long time, but now mm -hmm. it's, it's diversified. We have um, plums and we also have legal I cannabis. Oh, well, oh, there it well, is. Well, Go, there, well, that's why you have also so many good restaurants. Get high and ride on a tractor. I didn't expect that to come out. Then, yes. All right. So, well, I mean, the cannabis, there's a lot of medical uh, going on as well, non-medical, but um, you're in a growing region. So it's a, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's so been, it's, it's been legalized in California, and I believe it's the fourth highest revenue agricultural uh, crop. You said high. It's not, a, it's, it's not a bad crop. Uh, that's not no. <laughs> and, and what it's allowed Woodlake to do with the tax revenue that they've received is they've gone through and updated all the parks with all the playground equipment. Oh, wow. Awesome. They were, they were able to get a, a cool. grant from the state of California that is paying for a boys and girls club for four years wow. here in Woodlake. Um, so it's really has done great things for the community. Kind of like as, Colorado. Colorado said, you know, hey, yes. we can do this. I know Arizona Lottery helps, you know, schools. I mean, there's there's programs that, 
you've got to look at it. It's like people want to do what they want to do. And if you can help your infrastructure, your school systems in a, in a positive manner, why not? I mean, so that's, mm -hmm. it's interesting. And I'm glad you have plums. And now I really want one. <laughs> we we also plums. have a lot of olives around. Yes. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yummy. And Lindsay, Lindsay neighboring, isn't that the originally the name was Lindsay Olives? Like, yes. Yeah. Wow. So roses wow. go with this. And I know you've got a lot of grapes, which makes sense because there's always Roses and grapes together in vineyards. The raisin and capital of the world's about forty miles north of us. See, and, uh, you so, know, but, but we've got uh, you know we've got apricots and nectars and plums and peaches and all the stone fruits basically are grown here. Uh, pomegranates are uh, one of uh, Sally's favorites. <laughs> You know, they, well, hummingbirds love the pomegranate trees. I'm mm -hmm. just saying, they do. That's well. This, I think, for people that are into gardening and plants and flowers, whether or not they're gardening or not, you know, this is a destination to go to. And going to the rose garden, going to the botanical garden, going to obviously the sequoia. I mean, if you want to see a sequoia tree, if you're into gardening, you want to see that too. You know, so right. you run the gamut of being able to see all mm -hmm. the farms and. I think that's something that uh, we don't get to talk about enough uh, on our shows about this, because I look at it as for someone who's a plant lover, your area, I mean, you have Monrovia that's out there too, the, the growers, right? Aren't they still Monrovia, out there? Yes. Monrovia's growing headquarters are here in, in uh, Woodlake, mm -hmm. uh, here 25 years. Uh, I'm their oldest living ex-employee. Uh, that's started, right see uh, I, I, started with them, uh, I started with them 67 years ago wow that's <laughs> and, amazing and nobody there knows me but you know <laughs> that's all right well and they have they they grow roses did they give any roses into this project uh, yes they did 160 roses for uh, one of the sections two years ago wow they probably put 500 roses total into this but more than that they give us uh, pots for uh, and soil for planting Wow. Uh, transplanting. Uh, they give us advice. Uh, we've got one of their key members on our team and one of their graduates went off to another nursery, which today is called Ever, what is it? Uh, Everdi, uh, which is uh, green in uh, Spanish. And uh, it's the largest grower in America and Monrovia is second. And they're both uh, not only send us uh, plants and help, they send money. And, uh, oh, well, that's good. Real, cool. They've been real sponsors for us, and we <laughs> yes. are very delighted to have their support. And but their we also have, uh, <laughs> you know, we have the tools people, and we have uh, all the a lot of local businesses, of course, are supporting mm -hmm. us. Uh, nice. So that's, uh, I mean, it's it, it is a community supported project, and well, you know, you you were talking about the Kiwanis, uh, which is really part of this. And if you go to the woodlakekiwanis.org, I think, or .com, um, I can look it up right now. So everyone, because you'll see the garden up on there. Um, if you go to woodlakekiwanis.com, you'll see the rose garden on the website. And of course, go to discoverthesequoias.com too, so you can plan your trip. But when we were at the garden, um, you, you there's the Kiwanis, but you also had the different sections like the Sequoia Land Trust, I think it, the, uh, there were different, like the master gardeners. Yeah. So you've got well, that, different that's people describing, doing things. That's worth yeah. describing perhaps for a moment. When, when uh, the city had this after Manuel and Olga uh, decided to concentrate only on the tree side, um, you know, we had three acres and uh, 2,500 roses. 
And, uh, you know, you talk wow. to any service group and they say, well, thank you. That's a very interesting project, but it's way beyond <laughs> what we could do. And what mm -hmm. we did was we divided the garden into nine little subsections, each one about the size of your backyard. And, you know, we were able to talk the Rotary Club, uh, the, the Sequoia Riverlands Trust, That's right, uh, yeah. the Homegrown Foundation, um, groups like that, as well as the Master Gardeners and Kiwanis to, to take a small share. And it, mm, nice. it worked out in the, for the most part quite well. And, uh, mm. you know, it, 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 That's it smart. takes dedication. The problem with a program like this is you've got to be regular and, and consistent. And yeah. so Sally talks about the uh, work days sort of weekly. Uh, it takes that kind of dedication. And that's pretty hard for most groups to sustain. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's non-trivial to undertake. But it. it's healthy. I think this is, yes. I think this is a great um, example of what other communities can do. Um, you know, even just starting off like, hey, let's have a garden where everyone comes together. One thing that I thought was beautiful is we saw, you know, youth out there volunteering, but they weren't mm -hmm. there on their own. Their friends were there and their families were there. They were like, oh, you know, if Jose is going to go here, well, let's bring the family and have a picnic or go around the lake and get our exercise. And so to me, this is very much a quality of life, healthy mm. project of a healthy community, the community working on something together. And so it fosters relationships. It's better for your health. And who doesn't want to stop and smell the roses? I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it's, it's awesome what you're doing. I think I'll, it, I'll mention it one other well, thing. Amazing. When I first showed up down there to work on it, then and it was almost a singular thing the first uh, couple months, uh, there were several homeless people sort of living in and around the periphery. And um, they viewed me quite suspiciously. <laughs> you know, the demographic and I didn't exactly mix and, uh, you know, and I didn't speak their language particularly. And, and, uh, and they viewed me with uh, much suspicion. And after a couple months, they concluded that I was working essentially to, to beautify the place. And um, and they wound up forming their own police force, essentially for anybody who was dropping trash. They were on them. <laughs> you no know? way! See, oh. this is amazing. Wow! See? Yeah, that's so amazing. It, it was, and we had one old fellow who has passed away since. But uh, in fact, we honor him in this book. But uh, yeah, he was sort of the the king of the whole thing, and he would watch <laughs> the irrigation and call us when there was a problem. And I mean, it wow. was. Just, it was actually uh, touching to me uh, mm -hmm. because these people got there through circumstance often not their own. And, yeah. uh, and they had as much pride in the garden, I think, as any of us. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. In honor of Black History Month, raise a glass to Black-owned brands. Drizzly, the go-to app for alcohol delivery, has one of the largest selections of Black-owned drinks to explore. From a top-shelf whiskey to an artisanal twist on a Caribbean classic, get these drinks delivered right to your door. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com to find your new favorite. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Oh, I love that. That's I, really nice. I That's love that. Special. because there's special. Yeah. 
We just I want to give a shout out to Salt uh, Salt and Light is an amazing organization in Tulare County working uh, with people who are going through homelessness and we've done an interview uh, on this mm. and and there are programs is it something that communities across America are really battling with and it's actually part of the reason of why we started our tour was mm. to talk about responsible tourism and creating jobs that were sustainable and also something good for the community and I think like what you're saying your project um that again you just that's crossing barriers you know mm -hmm. connecting it's creating connections and i think that's amazing everyone mm -hmm. coming together like that it cool. was like i mean i always thought it's it's you know agricultural community you have these beautiful gardens i do remember i mean this was probably like five ten years ago having some really good mexican food you guys have good food oh. if you're going to work in a garden all day you, you mm -hmm. did the food. <laughs> yes. Come, come, come to Woodlake. <laughs> the food. Oh. We had um, a family reunion here. And my family said, you know, what is there to do in Woodlake when it's 104? Uh, we did go to the Sequoias, but we spent a day doing taco tasting. Ooh. And um, our son put together a rubric and we went to five little restaurants in Woodlake and raided them. And it was, well, you didn't have to order a taco. You could have had, you had to start with one thing and order the same thing at every single restaurant. And uh, we had so much fun and we were so full that cool idea. I, began, bet. I did not have to get ready for dinner that night. I bet, so, I bet. <laughs> but wow. it's something that you could do in any small town yeah, but it was so fun. And um, I've shared the rubric at a couple of uh, events that the Sequoia Tourism Council has had when we're featuring the different towns in the area, like the concierge kind of a, a program. But it is a fun thing to do when you think you have nothing that you could do in one of these small towns. Oh, there's so much all the public art. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. And across the street, I, I know uh, we were going to have some representatives from the city on the show today and I know they had a, a you know when the government calls you know, they, yes. they have to go and then when you're told to go to yeah. a meeting you have to um and so I I wanted to touch on the parks too because I think it connects really well with what the garden is and while we were there we had to get to the next destination it's always so fast whenever we're on these you know trips but uh, I saw a beautiful park across the street from you and I was going mm -hmm. wow here's this water you've got Bravo Lake You've got two gardens that really are just essentially just it's it's one giant, giant garden with a bunch of everyone working together on it. That's kind of how I look at it as a visitor. Mm -hmm. And then across the street, you have a park and you've got food around the corner. So I'm getting back to the food. Yeah. But I mean, the park across the street looks phenomenal, like a, a massive green space. So, and so now there's that park briefly. We do a number of events in that park for the community. We have a 3rd of July. We don't do it on the 4th. We do it on the 3rd of July, a big fireworks event that Kiwanis uh, helps sponsor. And uh, like anywhere from five to 8,000 people show up. We're a town wow. of 8,000 people. So, you wow. know, it's, everybody shows up for miles around, uh, you know, food and excitement for the kids all afternoon. And we're adjacent to the park. We've got uh, a car show every year that the Lions Group sponsors in the park. Uh, we've cool. got the uh, for the rodeo days and we have the uh, what's called the prettiest rodeo in America in Woodlake uh, on uh, nice. Mother's Day weekend. 
And we have, a, we have a pancake breakfast and a, and a parade in town. And, you know, uh, and we even had a couple of our horses in that parade one year. Uh, pony. Also, there's also the mariachi festival that is held at the park. Oh, nice. No way. That I didn't sounds know like that. fun. Oh, yeah. Cool. That sounds oh, like fun. I want to go. The, the other thing that would like has <laughs> that um, a lot of people don't realize is we do have a very nice small cultural museum um, mm. that's just um, on one side of the park. I didn't uh, know that either. Hmm. Yes. Oh. We, have to, we have to go back. <laughs> We have yes. to go back. There's it's always, listen, we've been circling back to the Sequoias for years. I think, yeah, I, I can't yeah. even count how many years we've been covering the area and it just happened and, and it hasn't stopped. And because yeah. there's just, I think there's something magical about these, you know, the small communities like you're like Woodlake, where they're disappearing place across the country and we've got to hold on to them dearly. Yes. And because their sense of uh, place, it's integrity to the people, the cultural, the history, the land, um, mm -hmm. and, and just Tulare County, all the communities are just, I don't know, they're dear to us. And don't you ever mess it up. <laughs> we love it there. You know what I mean? Because it's just not to. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like you've got you've got to have your big stuff, right? Yeah, but, but there's yeah. the downtowns and and people are just friendly and I mean you could sit down in a taco shop and and have a conversation with someone you don't know very easily. Mm -hmm. You know? It's and, amazing. You know, if everything if if everything everywhere you go looks the same, then nobody would travel anymore and, and it would be totally boring. We want yeah. people well, to give you an idea. To... If, you, if you go out our driveway, you can turn 35 miles north and one stop sign, and you're in Kings Canyon National Park. Mm -hmm. if, you go, cool. if you go east out of our driveway, two stop signs, and 32 miles, and you're at Sequoia National Park. See how lucky our you guys are. Downtown has it doesn't have a single stoplight. The nearest stoplight is 12 <laughs> miles from our house. And you can't get on. Listen, I'll tell you, I know about turning down this road. My GPS told me to go down some orange groves. Then I ended up in, <laughs> we're going from oranges to olives. And I'm like, Nancy, oh, wait, there's horses over here. What? No, now you're on this extension, this number. What? Oh, we're in grapes now. You know how many times? And I've had people, no, no. I've had travel riders follow us in their cars. I'm like, no, I know where we're going. Oh, by the way, we're turning around on this dirt road on a farm somewhere. Let's not get shot. <laughs> you know, but but it's, you know, again, it's just some place that you're just, you're not going to see it like this anywhere else. Like, it's yeah. just, it's fun and it's so real. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. The roses, mm. I mean, just to see so many different varieties and so many colors. Oh, and it's just so beautiful. There's roses there that, like, have the little, the, the total twirly-whirly. <laughs> it's like a total okay. twirly whirly like you know they open up like this or like it's like i'm gonna do the complete twirly whirly and that's what i named that rose i don't know what it is but it's a twirly whirly i think it <laughs> means the double we got that doubles. name posted uh, anywhere is that in the, <laughs> the ID twirly thing? whirly rose <laughs> i think no. you may need a double the double it, one but it twirls it does the whole i mean nature is pretty amazing <laughs> do you have um Okay. any any of the uh drifting drifters the drift roses yeah and the yes. knockouts are they still out growing in the region too because oh, back yes. in the we day we did we we, so, we did so a test garden with them years ago not, we do knockout. have lots of knockouts we have um some coral drift we have oh uh, i love those 
Yeah. So, so knockouts nice. were pioneered in Hiroshi, uh, Cutler Hiroshi, which is about what, 12 miles from us? Yeah. Uh, so mm. that they came from uh, uh, Star Roses. That's and, right. Uh, That's it. Yeah. And, and Manuel uh, knows the uh, Star. So Bill Mann was the uh, owner of Star Roses for years. Uh, that's the original Conard pile out of 1843. Yes. Yeah, uh, they yeah. brought they brought Peace Rose to the America. Peace Rose. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's that same company. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so the Knockout Roses were pioneered about 12 years ago, just uh, mm -hmm. as 12 miles away. And, so this uh, is interesting because we've been to Tyler, Texas, to their Rose Garden, which yeah. is a big deal. And mm -hmm. it's but they're like they're the Rose Capital. However, however, they're not doing the growing. They were their gardens were there to like as a show off to the buyers, apparently, right. and that, and they That's didn't exactly. they didn't grow as like as well as they do in in California apparently because it it does get a little humid there. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> it's I've a been little to places. They're, the the other thing that, that if you had stopped on one of those dirt road and asked for directions from one of those farmhouses, you'd have found somebody who's fifth generation here. Wow almost always i mean it's That's, amazing these people have been here uh since the 1860s wow. and uh and you mm. know i was talking to one fellow in our kiwanis group about a mountain peak that had a name like his he says oh that was my great great grandfather's brother you know that mm. kind of thing and wow he was, and he was 78 when i asked him wow <laughs> so we grew knockout roses in 29 palms in california the in the desert. desert and everybody kept telling us you can't grow roses in the desert yes you, you can. can yeah oh yeah you can you yeah, can they, they actually like roses. it yeah, yeah you just don't you, grow them near the don't grow them where by the house don't grow them next to the wall of your house where the sun really yeah. hits yeah. in the high heat yeah but um we didn't we didn't need any chemicals or anything well, because nope. we had like little goldfinches that ate the aphids when it got hot. And mm -hmm. that was kind of our little so cool, balance. Cool. But we did, a, we really, the roses did fantastic. What is, and now that we've been all over the country these last few years, like literally, we are so messed up. They're eating blueberries at times that they shouldn't in the back east. I'm like, that's, <laughs> you're past this. You're, you're, you don't have blueberries now. They're like, this is when they start. I'm like, no, no, we were already done. You know, we can get strawberries in California in February. What are you talking about? But yeah. so when is when and is actually the, the roses right now um, are blooming quite prolifically, and they mm -hmm. shouldn't be. They're a little confused. Mm -hmm. um, so they're they should be pretty much done for the year. Um, and everyone, gonna, just so, so I can give everyone context, we are recording this in mid-December. So uh, when everyone hears this in January, they should be dormant by then, right? They should yeah. be. And actually on January 22nd, mm -hmm. the Master Gardeners are doing a, a rose pruning demonstration that is oh, open cool. to the public. It's oh, going to cool. be from yeah. 11 to 2 at the Woodlake Rose Garden. We will show you how to properly do a winter prune on your rose. Um, mm. and, and maybe get a few people from the public to help us prune some of our uh, <laughs> They want some help, roses. basically, yes. Well, They're what a great way to, to learn. And for visitors yeah. to come into town and get a lesson and give mm -hmm. back to the community. I mean, that's, that's really where travel is going, is when people go to a community, it's not about just going to an event. It's about really connecting, and that's a way to do it, is 
go go learn something about growing. If you live two hours away, you're going to learn something. Go into town, mm-hmm. go get some tacos, <laughs> go yeah, to the park, right. but go learn how to prune, but you also get your hands dirty. I think that is a, a really good way to experience a place and a community. Um, so when when is a good time for people to know to come and see the blooms? Third week in March. Okay. okay. He Good got timing. That Third week in March. <laughs> All right. And and if they come soon, I'm calling you, Chuck. <laughs> but everyone's going to be super happy if they come early, right? You know? Oh, yeah. But yeah. we also do get Thank a nice second bloom. Oh, you do? Yeah. In the, in the late fall, we get a nice second bloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were there in April, right? Yeah. April. It was beautiful. I mean, just amazing mm-hmm. because, and then we got into six the or, it goes for six or eight weeks you know mm-hmm. mid-march mm-hmm. through uh through the first of may certainly and you'll yeah. still get in some in the summer right some do oh, yeah. manage to, oh, yeah. to stick around but the big bloom is spring and fall for some pretty much everywhere just do what they want that's right yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and we <laughs> like those humans <laughs> we like those all right so <laughs> before you go I have a question for each of you, just to get everybody so, you know, more connected to Woodlake and, and Tulare County. So, all right, it's going to go, it could be any time of year. You're going to have a friend knock on your door and say, hey, I'm here. You told me to come here for years. I'm finally here. Where are you going to take them for a day? What would your day in Woodlake and Tulare County look like? So let's start with you, Laura. Well, I would just making you work garden. in the garden <laughs> and and take a walk around Bravo Lake uh, yeah. is where I would mm. start. Um, Good birding place, by the way. It's a, it is a beautiful. We have a bald eagle. We've had many sightings of a bald eagle out there. Uh, we get wow. pelicans. We get egrets. Cool. We get uh, uh, cormorants, too. I think you get cormorants out there. Uh, I haven't seen one myself. We get a lot Sweet. of a lot of coots, um, blue herrings, blue herrings. Mm. Uh, Canadian uh, geese are down there the last couple of weeks. Oh, oh nice. I love them. Yeah. I know people don't like them because they poo, but you know, fertilizer is important. There, they're fine. <laughs> they can poop out there. They're fine. People poo. Uh, okay, let's not get into that. We're not going there, Nancy. I mean, really. <laughs> so, okay, so you're going to take them to the garden, go around the lake. Are you going to make them work in the garden a little bit? Sure. Okay. <laughs> What's happening for lunch? Oh, we go to Super Taco. I, I didn't hear it start to go a little bit. We, we would go to Super Taco for Super lunch. Ta- ah. Super Taco. Ah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite taco? Uh, I like their burrito supreme wet. Wow. They, they put a wonderful okay. green sauce over their, their burrito. Oh, you're making Ooh. me some. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite good. I'm getting homesick. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I feel like it's second home there. I'm getting homesick. I'm getting so. Sally, what what's going to be a place that you're going to take people? I know you're going to put them to work. You know. <laughs> well, I would say I would take them to Sequoia. Okay, Park. we can't hear you again. For some, can you? Um, I would take them to Sequoia Park, uh, and then uh, on the way back come back here and eat. And then if I had several days, um, I would take them to the Rose Garden and mm-hmm. take them to some of the parks. If, if they're little kids, they're, we have new play equipment and uh, it's amazing. And then there's a place called 
Farmer Bob's World that's oh, in yes. the Kings Lake and Visalia mm-hmm. that you can take a tour and see how things grow and see how farm equipment works. Um, he has just about everything that's used in this area, starting with mm-hmm. the, like the big, huge toppers that, that prune the trees mechanically. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I, I would do. And that's I, a I good would, place. Yeah. yeah, we've been there. We place. actually stayed in the Hummingbird Cottage once. Oh, good. And there was yeah. a wedding going on. So we said, okay, let's get champagne and sit and watch outside. <laughs> yeah, we'll just get it live. That's what we did. <laughs> We're like, cheers to you. It was wonderful. Yeah. But, it, but we've been on the tractor tour on the last visit this April. And it was really interesting to learn mm-hmm. about how water usage, about the different varieties and mm-hmm. the little mandarin oranges, who, who grows when and how, how hard to have value for growth and, and mm-hmm. agriculture. You, you really came out of there understanding how much work goes into that one orange mm-hmm. we may you know, pay, I don't know, everywhere is different, a, a dollar or whatever, but it, it's so much more that goes into it. So mm-hmm. that I really, I agree with you on that. So Chuck, what about you? What, what's happening for you with your friends for a day? Well, let me show you this picture. Let's see the hat. Oh, there, there it is. There's far, is yeah. that far? Okay. So if they come in May, I take them to the rodeo. Ah, yes. We, we, yes. we have one of the finest rodeos in America. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a real throwback to, uh, to, you know, 100 years ago in terms of uh, roping and and riding and, wow. and uh, you know bull wrestling and I mean it's just a, it's a terrific thing, and uh, and and all the beer you can drink you know. So I knew there's going to be something. Okay, but do they have okay. barbecue? If they have beer, they have to have. Barbecue. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. and the barbecue is wonderful. wonderful. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. See, yes. there it is. We, now we, we get to we it. We have uh, <laughs> three different teams of Clydesdale horses come every year. Wow, Ooh, nice. I didn't know that. They're beautiful. Oh. They only beautiful show one animals. at a time, but yeah, we'll have 24 Clydesdales. Uh, wow. in, in our valley here and so that's that's an oh, unusual beautiful. thing to show uh, but that's yeah. like a week um, hmm. otherwise and I always take my visitors to the uh, including my family and that's the test uh, to the rose garden uh, but yeah. the other thing I would recommend we have three different drives that are different than the national parks we have one going up uh, highway 245 which is Millwood Drive uh, goes 30 miles through country that I think there's 160 people live along a 30 mile stretch. And it's some of the hmm. most beautiful backwoods country you can find in California. Wow. Uh, next canyon over is called Dry Creek. And it's very similar. And at the headwaters of Dry Creek is where the uh, Sequoia Riverlands Trust has their uh, growing oh. grounds. And then the third one is called Yokel Valley. And that comes down mm-hmm. from Springville down into Lemon That's Cove. beautiful. Oh, that's mm-hmm. beautiful out there. Three, uh, particularly at, uh, at um, nice. poppy season. Oh. Mm-hmm. And poppy mm-hmm. season is uh, usually about two weeks before the roses come in. There's something, spring in your area is mind-blowing. I mean, even into summer with, mm-hmm. the, with the growth, because all the nut trees are blooming, all the orchards are blooming. The, the, when, the, when the oranges start to bloom, like seriously, like that's insane. I remember just thinking, like, am, am I just smelling honey all day? What is yeah, going on? So it's so mm-hmm. beautiful. The spring, and and then you go in the park, and it's a different elevation. So in summer, you'll start seeing, you know, you, it's like spring in summer. You know what I mean? In the park, and in, in summertime, it's like a spring bloom in there, um, with all the 
well i don't we've only well no we were in spring this time um in april and all the red buds we've never experienced the red mm. buds before yeah. oh the and red buds are beautiful towards, oh my oh, gosh through awesome. the foothills we've never seen the foothills like mm -hmm. like we did this like year that. and yeah it was absolutely mm -hmm. spectacular Amazing. so mm -hmm. everyone uh, go to discover the sequoias.com that is the website to that will connect you to all the different communities to the parks the forest um, it is truly a place to visit and um, again for the Kiwanis uh, for the Rose Garden uh, go to woodlakekiwanis.com and uh, we want to thank you all for joining us. Don't forget, first Thursday every month, we'll be talking about traveling in Tulare County, California. Again, that's discoverthesequoias.com and keep up with us mm -hmm. at bigblendradio.com. So thank you all for joining us. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, yeah, we're happy hungry holidays. now. We're hungry. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.